All right, our interview with Jack Edwards is brought to you by FindMassMoney.com. And joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is the man himself, Jack Edwards. Jack, I want to start. I know there's a lot of team building things going on right now in the offseason, but I want to start with Game 7 because we haven't talked to you since. It wasn't a 5-1, to 5-2 to two game that got away from them, but they go down 3-2. to two. Did they just lose to a better team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a word, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we can X and O them to death, um, but the fact remains uh, Carolina was better man for man, and as a team, uh, the Bruins couldn't get much going against them on the road. Um, they uh, they uh, lost to a better team, and they've got a lot of work to do in the off season if they hope to get better um, for next year. So, Jack, a lot of housekeeping right now since the season's officially over, right? And so we were just debating, discussing, really, this uh, Cam Neely sound when he referenced uh, Bruce Cassidy. He says that he likes him as a coach, but he needs to make some changes, referring to uh, Bruce Cassidy. Now, do you think that's more of how he handles the team with his press conferences and, like, kind of, you know, calling out guys, or is it his basic approach towards calling a game in real time? You know, reading between the lines of Cam's quote, it seems as if he has a problem with uh, the way Bruce goes public with his criticism, especially of young players and and benching young players uh, during games. But um, the specific question was uh, about uh, the treatment of, of uh, Trent Frederick, or I should say the specific answer. And uh, the Bruins were in a Game 7 situation, and they were playing for their hockey lives. And um, you got to trust the coach to do what's right and try to pull out a victory uh, at that point. Um, Trent Frederick uh, didn't do his... Uh, perception of hockey IQ any favors in this series. Uh, he's a really enthusiastic physical player who has somewhat of a scoring touch. Uh, not great, but um, he's there to create energy and hit people and, you know, hit people legally. And um, he let it get out of control. Uh, a couple of times at crucial moments and his puck management was not good and Bruce was looking for something uh, from somebody else who would do uh, a better job when the team was fighting for its life. So, um, you know, I I, uh, respect Cam's judgment, obviously, but um, I, I think uh, that Bruce Cassidy, uh, his record shows that it, that he's as good a coach as could could be expected uh, with the personnel that's currently on the roster. So if that is the issue, uh, obviously his record shows that he's a very effective coach with this team, but if that is a major issue maybe coming from the locker room and the younger guys in the locker room, is that enough to make a coaching change there? Um, in my opinion, no. Um, but uh, they might shake up the assistant coaching staff. Um, and and I don't know if 
it will do any good. Um, the biggest problem the Bruins face, in my personal opinion, is um, a lack of pressure uh, from Providence on the varsity roster. And uh, that was uh, really uh, strong during the Claude Julian power years. And, and you had quality players in Providence who couldn't crack the lineup um, because uh, they, they were deep, uh, they were strong, and the league has made a transition to speed and skill and Carolina is deep in that manner, <laughs> as you uh, probably saw two nights ago in the third period when they finally found their game uh, against the Rangers and just dominated down the stretch and uh, pulled it out in overtime. And, and the Bruins have to get younger, faster, and more skilled. And um, that's going to necessitate um, some deals in the off season, uh, whether they be free agents and, um, or, or trades, um, because other than Fabian Lysel, there's not much down on the farm. We're talking to Jack Edwards here of Nesson and Jack, another one he came nearly talking about Don Sweeney, uh, and why he waited. He wanted to see how the year played out. He mentioned what he, that he loved what he did at the trade deadline. You called that Hampus Lindholm deal a tremendous deal, especially locking him up long term. Did that deal for yeah. Lindholm save Don Sweeney's job? Um, you know, I I was thinking about the core of the team going forward. Uh, they're really. Uh, set in goal. I, I think Jeremy Swayman is going to be at least a very good, maybe great NHL goaltender. Uh, if uh, the Bruins get out of Linus Olmark what he uh, did for them in the second half of the season, um, he's part of the core also. Um, Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm are a great, a great first pair. Uh, Matt Grizzlick, uh, it's going to be hard to deal him in the offseason because he's going to miss the beginning of the 2023 season. Um, uh, he's scheduled for surgery on his shoulder, and that's a long rehab. Um, Brandon Carlo um, is on a long-term contract, so he's part of the core up front. <laughs> Bergeron, if he wants to be back, Marshawn, Pasternak, and Taylor Hall, and Charlie Coyle. And that's that's about it. And um, Don Sweeney has a lot of work to do uh, to beef up this roster. So, yeah, um, maybe uh, the acquisition of Lindholm, which was a great acquisition, uh, gives him wiggle room, but... Um, the, the record in drafting has not been good. Um, you know, they've, they've done well in second and third rounds consistently um, in the last five to eight years, but the first rounders are, um, you know, they're underperforming uh, other than McAvoy and Pasternak, and uh, many of them have uh, found other homes. All right, so we're talking to Jack Edwards, and last one for me, Jack. So the other storyline of this offseason is obviously going to be Bergeron. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's just assume 
if he does retire, what would be the best move to make uh, for the Bruins to realistically, you know, replace him? Um, you know, there Malkin. there aren't many there there aren't many uh, uh, free agent setters that uh, can step into the Bruins lineup and. Uh, the agents for the free agents know that, and um, <laughs> they're going to charge premium price and premium term. So uh, Bergeron is making a shade less than $7 million a year against the cap, and it'll cost the Bruins upwards of $7 million, I think, for seven years to Atlanta uh a top six center and uh, Vincent Trocek is available uh, on July 13th. If uh, the Carolina hurricanes don't sign him, but um, other than that, um, I don't know uh, what center could come in and uh, hope to fill uh, at least 90% of Bergeron's shoes. Um, He's a unique player Uh, He's the odds-on favorite to win his fifth, which would be a record. Selkie Trophy is the best defensive forward in the NHL. He's been nominated for 11 straight years. He's been in the top five for 13 straight, I think. And, you know, that's, that's unprecedented. When a guy like that walks away, if he walks away, um, that's a hole you cannot possibly fill. And uh, it would be crisis mode for the Bruins if they did not uh, replace that position with a really high-quality player. So, Jack, I had to ask you, in your personal opinion, do you think Patrice Bergeron will retire after this season? This you know, season that just wrapped, I want to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Um Mego, I, I I had the feeling that he would come back in the last month of the season um, because he was playing at such a high level and leading the team so well. Um, his behavior in uh, in the aftermath of Game Seven makes me take a pause because. He's always been about we, not about me. And the biggest we in his life um, is his family, not the Boston Bruins. And let's not forget uh, October of 2007 when I honestly, honestly thought when Don Del Negro cut his um, visor off his helmet and he was lying down behind the goal line after taking that Randy Jones hit. I I thought Patrice Bergeron was dying in front of our eyes. And, um, you know, he's got three young children, and those are the most important people along with Stephanie in his life. And um, I think he's going to make a difficult call, and uh, I'm, I'm leaning toward him retiring right now but it might have been just his body language at the disappointment of um getting eliminated in game seven so i i hope i'm misreading this situation 
All right, Jack. Well, we'll wait and see how that decision comes down, and we'll figure that one out. But listen, we appreciate you spending the time with us this year. Really enjoyed it. Every single Thursday talking to you. Uh, I'm sure Brick has already got about 10 rounds of golf in, so enjoy your offseason. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> looking forward to talking to you again, pal. Hey, it's been a blast, and, and I have treasured every moment with you guys. All right, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Right. Thanks, Jack. That's Jack Edwards. Appreciate it.